And in first place, half the man that he used to be, Mr. Adam Woods. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to everyone listening. My name is Dr. Adam Woods, and you're listening to The Real Transformation Podcast. I'm sure like many of you, my life has been filled with some really interesting transitions and transformations. I was a professional actor, a military officer, and ultimately I studied both family practice and psychiatry and became a physician largely inspired by many of the things I experienced due to the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. My biggest and most rewarding transformation, however, happened over the last year and a half. I lost about 120 pounds, won a transformation bodybuilding show, became a competitive strength athlete, and improved not only my physical health, but my entire outlook on life. So, how did I do it? Well, that's a long story, so stay tuned. Now, besides my medical practice, I've made it my mission to help others transform their own health, fitness, lifestyle, and motivate them to follow their dreams, whatever those may be. So in this podcast, we will talk about how I made my own transformation and topics that interest me, obviously, but ultimately, I want the content to belong to you. So please get in touch with me and ask questions, share your own stories, hopes, fears, and desires, whatever's on your mind that you would like to change to transform your own life. No BS, just reliable, ethical, accurate, and logical information and guidance. This is The Real Transformation Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of The Real Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Woods. Thank you so much for tuning back in, whether it's on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. We are recording uh, this one again. Today is Friday, the 21st of December, so the Friday before Christmas. So for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see my epic Christmas sweater that uh, I bought just for wearing to the office today and to the office Christmas party. Uh, For those of you listening, uh, it's worth going to YouTube to check out this video just to see this sweater because it is super awesome and uh, it's very, very subtle. So uh, I want to start out by... uh, Again, letting you know how to get in touch with me because I really want you to engage and uh, that way we can talk about the things you want to talk about and get your questions answered as we go through this transformation process. And uh, definitely then um, I want to know what you're thinking about. So email is a great way to get in touch with me. That's adamwoodsmd at gmail.com. Also Instagram, which is at adamwoods. Uh, YouTube, which is just search for Adam Woods, my website, adamwoodsmd.com, currently still uh, redirecting, but we're going to get there very, very soon, and we're very excited about the community that we're going to build there. I want to apologize that our camera cut out. I think it was about 25 minutes in the last time, so we're trying a different camera. This is actually on my iPhone. And we'll see if we can get the whole podcast on YouTube this time. But uh, I definitely think that it's going to be something we're going to do in the future where we get the camera stuff figured out. So uh, whether you tune in on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube, we are happy to have you. To begin, I have been really, really sick this week. I've missed some work. Uh, You can hear it in my voice. So I really apologize if I wind up coughing or sniffling. Uh, I'm going to try to not do that as much as I can. But um, I really wanted to get some content out this week. The plan was earlier in the week, but it just didn't happen. So I apologize for the sound of my voice and if I get a little sniffly. 
but I did also want to share a big personal victory that happened for me today, which is I was back in the gym today after a couple days off and was doing some deadlifting. Didn't plan on doing a really heavy deadlift, but with those couple days of rest and I got all warmed up and man, I was feeling it. So I decided I was going to shoot for 300 pounds, which is a goal of mine and has been for the whole year pretty much. I really wasn't sure it was possible. About 25 days ago in late November, I tried for 300 pounds and I failed uh, on the deadlift. It was the first time I've ever failed on a deadlift and uh, it got in my head a little bit. So I was nervous uh, approaching the barbell today, but um, I'm happy to report that I did in fact nail that 300 pound deadlift and it feels so good to get that number done. And that was a great big goal of mine that I can just put a little tick, um, a big tick mark next to. So speaking of goals, let's uh, talk about last time. So last time in podcast number one, we talked about goal setting and how to do that and also building up your support system. So I want to address that again just quickly and talk about why are we not just jumping into food and exercise and the nuts and bolts of how to lose weight or you know how I lost all the weight that I lost. Um, I'm sure there are some of you that are wondering about that. We probably even lost some listeners that were like, man, I just wanted to hear like what he ate and what are his calories and how did he exercise and do that. But I can't stress enough how important it is to really lay the groundwork for any sort of transformation, whether it's weight or exercise or building a business or more time with your family. You have to lay that groundwork to succeed. And I swear someday I'm going to write a book all about this transformation and all the things that I changed. And these first few chapters are going to be what we're talking about right now. It's going to be setting your goals, setting your support system, collecting data. We're going to talk about that today because that's really what's critical. I know there are people, if this were a book, that are going to flip over the first few chapters and go, I want to know about the diet or the exercise or, you know, I want to know how he set his goals and built his business uh, and and how he executed that. I have to tell you guys that I do have a lot of pro tips and tricks and things I learned along the way, but nothing I'm going to say in terms of those things are really going to be earth shattering to the vast majority of you that are listening or watching, okay? But having this early work done is absolutely critical. So pick your favorite cliche or metaphor, whether it's you know building a house or Rome wasn't built in a day, whatever it is, you have to have that planning step or the chances you're gonna get through and succeed and then maintain are just, the chances are just really, really low. So the proof is in the pudding, right? We talked last time about, you know, long-term diet success is just terrible. And my guess is people that would want to skip ahead in the podcast or skip ahead in a book that I wrote and just look at, you know, what exercise did you do? Or, you know, what's the kind of diet or the kind of calories that you recommend? Those are the people who are like I was, who failed over and over and over again And they're really looking for that magic bullet and that quick fix. Uh, Maybe this new guy will tell me something the rest of them haven't told me in terms of like, eat this food or don't eat this food. 
And uh, I, I'm just sorry to tell everybody that if that's what you're looking for, it's really it's really not going to happen because there really aren't any magic pills or special potions or quick fixes. Because um, if there were, uh, none of you'd be listening. Um, if there were, we'd have all figured it out by now and we wouldn't have this massive obesity epidemic. Everybody would be on the pill or would be eating that magic superfood or whatever it is. But it just doesn't exist, guys. It just doesn't. Um, and I get people in my office all day, every day, wanting the pill that is going to solve everything. And um, I just don't have it. And if I did, I'd be super rich and famous and I would retire. So anyway, I do have a lot of pro tips and things I learned along my journey. I will share all of those with you. I'll make it much easier on you as you go through your own journey. That's where I'm really gonna be helpful, whether it's on YouTube, or in the podcast, or if we work together individually as coach and client, um, I can be really helpful with that. But anyway, enough of that. I am gonna make a podcast and a video in the future about why specifically listen to me uh, versus anybody else. Really the short answer, uh, when anybody asks me that, you know, what, why should I listen to you? Or you know, why is your story different? And what it comes down to as far as I'm concerned is because whatever it is you're struggling with pretty much, um, I I've been there. You know, and I'm still there in a lot of ways, you know, whether it's, um, you know, thinking about food or the way I look or is my exercise correct or uh, am I doing the right thing or did I say the right thing in that meeting or am I making the right business moves? You know, um, I'm the kind of person who's going to admit to you that I question those things myself each and every day and it's gotten way better and I'm way more positive than I used to be, but I would be lying if I said to you, oh yeah, I've got it all figured out, no problem, whatever, um, do this and then you'll never worry about it either. It's just not reality and you guys know that because uh, you're smart people and you've been there yourself. So it's much easier though following some of the things we're gonna talk about and by having a support system uh, so that's all things that we'll get on to. Um, I got there. I'm going to help you get there. Uh, it's going to be great. So with all of that in mind, we're going to move on to step two. So step one was our goals and our influences, our support system and so forth. So those things now are either in place or you're working on them. And uh, here's my motivational speaker part again. Get out your paper because we're gonna talk about step number two, which is gonna be collecting data. So this is absolutely critical, just as important as setting our goals and having our support system. The time is now to collect our data. We are gonna be scientists. So if you've never considered yourself a scientist, congratulations, I wave my magical Dr. Wand and you are now a scientist. And you're gonna be both the researcher and the subject, all right? The fancy medical term is an N of one, meaning there's only one subject in this experiment and that is you. As we start to collect data, it is absolutely critical that you are honest with yourself, okay? And within that support system that we talked about, uh, the people that you're choosing to share this with, it's important that you be honest with them as well, but you absolutely have to be honest with yourself. So in those quiet times when it's just you, you can't lie to yourself, be honest, because you're only shortchanging yourself if you do that. So you're gonna record everything, and if you're questioning, should I record this? The answer is yes, 
as far as I'm concerned, it's better to record everything and then you have it and get rid of it versus you think back uh, a day or a week or a month or a year later and think, man, what was that thing that I did that worked really well? Or what was that thing that I didn't like and so forth? I can't remember. Better to record it and not need it than wish you had. So you're going to record everything. Lots of ways to do this. Pick your favorite way. You can go old school and have a paper journal. I still record all my workouts in a paper journal. I like it. I like to make a physical list. It just makes me feel better. But um, you also can do it on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. Um, emailing yourself is big. Texting yourself is big. I do those things all the time. You know, something will pop up as I'm uh, in the middle of something and I'll think, oh, I want to remember that for later or I want to make sure I write that down. So I email myself, I text myself, and that way I've got it. And then later I go and I transfer it to either a document that I've got going or uh, my paper journal or something like that. So we want to make sure we're recording things as we go along. Step number two in being good scientists. We really only want to make one change at a time as we're being scientific. Now, you don't have to do it that way. You may be somebody who just is fired up and gung-ho and you just want to dive right in there. Um, there's some merit in doing this because, you know, when you make one change, sometimes it's easier to make tons of changes and it's like, all right, I'm going to clean up my diet and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to be more friendly or whatever all your goals are. And maybe you don't care about the data and you're just going to say, I'm just going to hit it and hit it hard. And I'm not going to stop you from doing that. If that's your personality, great. But I'm the kind of person who I like to know what works and what doesn't work so well. That way I can fine tune the process as we go along. And it also lets me look back and go, okay, it was working well up to this point. Then for some reason it didn't. Or I don't want to do that again because it didn't work. But maybe I can think about why it didn't work because I only made one change. You will hear this all the time from people you already have where they'll say, oh, um, I lost all this weight by exercising. And you go, wow, that's great. Tell me everything. And they go, yeah, I cleaned up my diet. Um, I got a walking treadmill or standing desk in my office um, and I went to the gym and I got a trainer and I started taking this one random supplement that some dude who was selling it told me I had to have and I'm absolutely sure it was the supplement or I'm absolutely sure it was the diet or and they, they can't actually tell you that because uh, with certainty because that's not very scientific but um, you know, then it's a matter of feel. But if you make one change at a time, you're going to be able to say, okay, it was definitely this or definitely that. Um, so if we're being scientific, you're going to want to make one change at a time. Now, when there are slips, and I want to talk about slips for a second, because there's going to be a full podcast and a full video about slips. It's so common and so important to talk about slipping up, go easy on yourself when you slip. And I say when and not if, because for 99% of us, it's going to be a when we slip. So Christmas is coming in a few days. Are you really going to tell me that you're not going to indulge a little bit at Christmas? Really? 
I mean, come on, I'm going to, almost everybody is, you know, um, be an adult about it, try to make a slip, a slip and not falling back into whatever your old patterns are. But even if you do move on, it's not that big of a deal, you know, and if you've got stuff recorded, then you know, eating this way or exercising this way or whatever it is, makes me feel better. So after a slip, like maybe you go on vacation or you take a cruise or you go to a wedding or something like that, you know how to get back on track. So be an adult, move on, don't worry about it, plan ahead if you can, just don't beat yourself up, guys. It's so easy to do that. I do it all the time. I'm really working on it. One of my big goals going into the new year is to really work on uh, being easier with myself on a day-to-day basis, whether it's about work or diet, exercise, any of those things. So I'm gonna grow right along with you as all this is going on. Now, good scientists are gonna collect data before they make the changes. So here we go. We've talked about recording everything, being honest with ourselves, being scientific with our changes, a little aside about slipping up, no matter what happens, go easy on yourself, give yourself a break. Here is what I want you to do. This is where I lose well over 90% of the people I talk to, whether it's one of my patients, a family member, a friend, a coaching client. Um, Nobody wants to do what I'm gonna tell you to do right now, but remember, we're collecting data, and it's so important. I want you to begin to track your food and your drink and your weight and I don't want you to change anything. So what I'm asking you to do is not all that hard. Most people think I'm gonna tell them right off the bat if weight loss or muscle building or something like that is their goal, which I'm the guy that lost you know, 126 pounds, they come to me for help with that. What did you do, how did you do it? We gotta start out collecting data. I want you to just track your food and anything caloric. So by drink, if it's black coffee with no milk, no sugar, not one of those 700 calorie frappuccino type things. Uh, If there's no calories in it, don't worry about it. But everything you're eating, anything you're drinking with calories, uh, you're gonna be tracking it. And then I want you to weigh yourself. So piece at a time here. When it comes to food, You can go old school and write things down on paper and look up the calories and all of that. It's a lot of work, I've done it. It's not fun and you're probably not gonna do it particularly well. So there are some online tools to help you. My Fitness Pal is free and something that a lot of people use and I use personally. I've got it on my computer, I've got it on my phone. Uh, my Fitness Pal is my favorite way to do that. But there are other ones like Fit Day is old school. And then um, Chronometer or Chronometer, as people will say, is also a free online tracker and you can track your food. So you have to learn about um, serving sizes and you might wanna get a food scale, but Really in the beginning, I just kind of want you to begin to think about how much am I eating and look in my fitness pal or chronometer and you know begin to get a sense of what am I really eating and what am I drinking. Don't change anything, but knowing where we're starting is gonna be absolutely the thing to do before we make any changes. When it comes to weight, a lot of people have different opinions on this. I was terrified of weighing myself. 
I still don't like weighing myself, but it's gotten a lot better in the last year. I've weighed myself every single day for right about the last eight months or so. Um, and I did that because I really, I knew I was scared of it. And I did kind of what's called exposure therapy. So classic exposure therapy, uh, if you're afraid of spiders, you start out talking about spiders, looking at pictures of spiders, videos of spiders, and then eventually you have to confront a spider. So this was with weight, uh, with weighing myself. Never liked weighing myself, but I decided, okay, you know, all the bodybuilders I look up to uh, weigh themselves every day. I'm going to do it regardless of how I feel. And after a while, I just kind of got used to it. I think weighing yourself every day is great in terms of data. And if you decide to weigh yourself every day, you want to weigh yourself at the same time of day, wearing the same kind of clothes. So like underpants or naked or whatever, just don't change it. Same time of day, preferably in the morning, uh, go to the bathroom, but you haven't had any water or food yet. Remember, we're scientists. We're trying to keep everything as normal as possible. And then the only thing that's changing is your weight on the scale. If you weigh yourself every day, it's going to mess with you a little bit probably, but you're really going to see how your weight changes day after day after day. And you're gonna see how like a salty lunch and you're up a pound or two pounds or you had a big bowel movement and your weight is down a couple pounds. You begin to understand that your weight is not a static number. It's different throughout the day. It's different depending on what happened yesterday and the day before. Um, I'll give you an example. I normally am getting up to go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning. If I weigh myself, on the weekends when I get up to go to the gym at six or seven, I am at least two pounds lighter. So am I really two pounds lighter? Well, the weight is an average over the course of a week. So if it's too mentally taxing to weigh yourself every day, it just, it messes with you psychologically and trust me, I've been there. If that's you, cool, I get it. But um, if that's too hard for you and you wanna weigh in once a week or classically for me, it was once every two weeks, that's okay. Um, you're probably going to see bigger changes once we get going, but um, you know that can throw you off because you've only got one data point instead of seven if you weigh in every uh, every day for a week, or fourteen if you weigh in every two weeks. So just be thinking about tracking your weight, tracking your food. Don't make any changes if you see your weight and you're horrified by it. Remember, we're not making changes. We're not judging ourselves. We're loving ourselves for who we are. We are all unique, amazing, beautiful people. We do want to make some changes. We have some goals, but we're trying to work on not judging ourselves, meeting ourselves where we are. It may make you go back and tweak your goals a little bit, which is okay, but I don't want you beating yourself up and getting all down on yourself. We're just collecting data. Piece number two in this collecting data this is so important. I cannot overstress it. And I struggle with this a ton. And I'm willing to bet that you all struggle with this a ton as well. We're going to start thinking about hunger. And I want you to begin to get in touch with your hunger cues again, the way that you did when you were a baby, even though you probably don't remember it. Because 
most of us that are middle class or above really don't experience true hunger and will say, oh my God, I'm so hungry or my favorite, I'm totally starving, right? Like, like almost any of us in America uh, that are listening to something like this are totally starving. But anyway, there's a big difference between I'm actually hungry and I just want to eat or I feel like eating or eating would be so much fun right now or it tastes so good or something like that. So begin to, not judging, but beginning to get in touch with these cues of, am I really hungry or do I just want to eat? Because there are emotional cues. There are social triggers, people and places like whenever I go out with my friend John, uh, we always get nachos or when I'm watching TV, I always have this to eat. Okay, that's not real hunger. That's habit, right? So learning about yourself and how you interact with food and true hunger versus I just want to eat and observing that about yourself, that's going to be something I really, really want you to work on. The holidays are the perfect time for this because we're going to be presented with so much delicious food and beautifully laid out. I'm not telling you not to eat it. I go back to what I said before, which is we're probably going to indulge, right? But you want to get into this place of, am I really hungry for this thing or do I just want to eat it? If the answer is I just want to eat it, great. I just want you to work on beginning to understand the difference between one and the other. All right. So there's going to be that. The next thing I want you thinking about when it comes to collecting data is I want you to think about what is it about specific kinds of foods that you really like? So what are foods that you really like? And then I want you to break down what is it about that food that you really, really like? This may take a little bit of work, but I can tell everybody this particular step. Nobody taught me this. I thought of this on my own. This was absolutely critical when I made my transition into my healthy diet that then led to my 126 pound weight loss. Because most of us don't think about food in terms of flavor. Uh, ask somebody what's their favorite food and they're gonna say, um, I like tacos or I, I like spaghetti or something like that. But here's the thing, what really is it about a taco as an example that you really like? Is it that you like the salt uh, in the meat uh, that's spiced a specific way, that you like salsa, that you like the, the crisp of the lettuce and how it blends with the sour cream. Whatever it is, it's, it could be a smell, it could be a texture, uh, it could be a sauce. And then go through your different favorite foods and think about that. I'll bet you've never thought about it before. But as you get better at thinking about it, begin to break down into components. What is it about these various things that I really like? And I'll give you the specific examples from my life. So I realized that for me, if I got to the root of why I really liked this food or that food, a lot of it came down to sauce and spice. So I love Thai peanut sauce, spaghetti sauce, uh, you know, a salsa, 
you know, uh, in all the Indian foods, the, the various sauces and spices, knowing that about yourself gives you a lot of power going into making a food change. Because then you can think about things like, how can I make, how can I make this same dish using the same spice profiles or the same sauces, but then have lower calorie, higher fiber, more filling things inside of it. Uh, and we'll get to all that later. So don't, don't worry about how to make this or how to make that. We're not there yet. I just want you thinking about it. So when your brain says to you, I like pizza, or you know, I like pancakes, Think about what that really means because imagine if you were explaining pizza to somebody who'd never seen or smelled or eaten pizza before. What is it about pizza you like? The sauce is tangy, the cheese is salty, the crust is crispy, whatever it is. You see what I just did? Those are textures and sauces and spice profiles, all of those things you can recreate in much healthier ways, and it can still be almost as, if not just as fulfilling as that higher calorie, higher fat, etc. option. But um, so just begin to think about it. Begin to break it down in your own mind. Write it down, because remember, we're recording everything that we're doing, and begin to think to yourself, okay, what exactly are the components of this that I really love, all right? Okay, so that's a lot of information that we've covered. All right, we talked about recording things, making one change when we do, not beating ourselves up for any of this. All right, we talked about tracking our food and our drink and our weight and not judging anything, not changing anything, just collecting data. We talked about thinking about hunger versus I just kind of want to eat. We talked about breaking down these different foods into their sauces and spice profiles. It's a lot of information, guys, and I hope you wrote stuff down. You can go back and listen to the podcast again or watch the YouTube video again. Um, but these are important pieces of the groundwork that we're laying to make real change in our lives. And I know for those of you that don't have uh, diet-specific goals, this may not feel like it was as pertinent of a podcast. Uh, if your goals are business-related um, or if they're specifically exercise without a diet component, although when it comes to exercise, diet's pretty important. But you know, in business, it's going to be writing down your goals, um, breaking apart uh, businesses that I like or I want to have a business like XYZ. What are the components of that business that uh, make it successful or what have successful people done uh, to sort of help line up what it is that I want to do. It's all apropos, but you may have to think about it a little bit harder if it's not specifically food related. So I want to thank you so much for hanging in there with me and I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. Please leave me a review on whatever podcast forum you're listening on. It's really helpful for me one, to get the feedback of what you like and what you want to hear. Also, it helps boost uh, us up in iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and all that. And for YouTube, I want you to like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell because uh, we'll be posting a lot more videos soon. And that way, I don't want you to miss one thing. So, uh, And please engage me with comments there as well. 
I'm not kidding guys, I really, really wanna hear from y'all and I wanna know what it is that you think. So once again, email is adamwoodsmd at gmail.com. Instagram, please follow me on Instagram. It's at adamwoodsmd. YouTube, the website, adamwoodsmd.com. Please engage me there. I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Thank you so much. You are awesome. I will see you next time.